It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. Welcome to episode number sixty-four of B movie breakdown. I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. It's a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in low-budget and lesser-known films of the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, and the what the fuck. This week's movie definitely categorizes as what the fuck. <laughs> I think we all said that many times while watching it. Uh, and it's not even that, like, cr- I don't know, crazy, I guess. It is crazy in its own its own way, but, like... It's not like this, like, oh my god, this is, you know what I mean? Like, I don't not know, like, like mind blowing. Like, like some horror like, movie that's just like crazy and sitting, like, what the like fuck are we watching? Grabbed you weirdly in a crowded place for no reason. And made you wear men's clothing. You were like, <laughs> what? And that's pretty much the feeling I got from this movie. Well, like we said last week, each week, um, this movie was announced beforehand. It, was, it might be a little bit harder to find than uh, most people watch. They're usually on Netflix. Um, Unless you have a blockbuster handy. Yeah, have a, have a family video or yeah, a mom and pop mom and pop store or something like that. I don't think there's too many of those around. The video stores are so dying. Video. Or like yeah, a Hollywood friend video. who refuses to just like watch normal porn. And has to have this. Yeah, they, yeah, we all have one of those. And they all get, they get off on just watching uh, Bruce Willis' penis. Uh, but each week's movie will be revealed in the prior episode, so you two can join in on this madness. You too can listen uh, if you subscribe on iTunes at our website bnbpodcast.com or on Stitcher. You can reach us at our site or email bnbpodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at bnbpodcast or on our Facebook page. That's where this person uh, this week, Leo, I believe was his name, requested we watch a Bruce Willis film. And the Bruce Willis film of his choice was this movie that I never even heard of from 1994 called Color of Night. I really, I wonder if we watch the exclusive director's cut with 15 extra steamy minutes. Oh Whoa. my god. I don't know which version we watched. I think my brain would have imploded. We watched Bone without full penetration, so. <laughs> I don't know about that. Because the, the runtime only says an hour and 20 minutes. Maybe we watched the extra. Yeah. We had the extra minutes because, Ryan, you said it was. Uh, it's like two hours. Uh, two hours and yeah. 20 minutes. It felt like it was we two had, hours. We had and the extra minutes. 15 minute steamy. Version. I wonder what was extra in it. The shower scene. Yeah. Oh, or the we tank. watched the extra steamy version. Yeah, I get. Ryan said it was. It's on the when I first started. It said two hours and twenty minutes, and the runtime is only one hundred twenty minutes. I could have gone zero minutes. I can't see. Well, so I can't steamy. see. The, yeah, the boobs really bothered me. Puffing uh, all day. I, 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 for what it was, I kind of glad we watched it because I can now. I can feel like. There's this Bruce Willis movie out there that is absolutely insane that I feel like nobody else has seen, but now I've seen it. Yeah. And I can tell other people that this Bruce Willis did this really fucking weird movie in the mid nineties. <laughs> like, gotta pay the water bill. Yeah, I, I don't. There's I, always a movie that a celebrity does because they had to pay the bills. Yeah, but like, like not in Ni- not Nicholas in nineteen twenty twelve, starring John Cusack. Movies. Not in nineteen ninety four. He's at like the top. Then yeah. he was bored. Was, He's like, this movie's like, about what, fucking. A, a year or two after Die Hard 2. So this, like, here's his, here we go. We got Die Hard 2, 1990. He's been, he's done Die Hard. He's done Look Who's Talking. He's done Die Hard 2. He's done, well, Hudson Hawk was a huge bomb. He did Last Boy Scout, Death Becomes Her, Striking Distance, Pulp Fiction. 
mm-hmm. and then he did this. Yeah, Pulp Fiction came out the same year. Yeah, but yeah, Pulp Maybe Fiction came out before this. A sexual favor. I don't. And then he did Die Hard with a Vengeance after this. Maybe Four Rooms, Twelve Monkeys, yeah. Last Man Standing, and like Fifth Element. Like after that, he just did more just top stuff. And then he just did this one in the middle of all of it. It's it's so especially Pulp Fiction. I just like, how did this come out the same year as that? Like, that just overshadowed... Yeah, at least he had that to overshadow to this. Like, nobody... Maybe that's why he did it. It's like, <laughs> get a quick buck, but nobody would remember it. <laughs> Although, sometimes I feel like there are just movies that celebrities do on the side that you're like, what the... You like, you don't... Some boobs. Yeah, you're like, you don't need to do this, you know? Yeah, like... nowadays he might do that. Like, <laughs> he was just in G.I. Joe Retaliation, and I feel like that was just for a couple extra bucks, and... Right. Red, those red movies? I don't. I saw the first that one. That was, was just like no, eh. not. For and now me. they made another one. That was for old people to f- smell the farts of. Though he wasn't, was... he wasn't Looper, and I liked him in that. Looper was excellent. Though the red movies, no, that was for old people to watch. Mm. Color of night, can't see red. Yeah, he could, can't see red. red. Well, that's what's funny because I was thinking that this movie Conspiracy. reminded me of it was like an homage to Red Shoe Diaries, which I used to watch when I was younger, like a twelve-year-old boy. Because we had Showtime at my house, but then I thought it was funny because he couldn't see red in the movie. It's called Red Shoe Diaries. David Duchovny's in it. He's also a sex addict. Not that I'm saying that that's what Bruce Willis is, but in this movie he might have been. Yeah, that's questionable. Or well, the one woman clearly was a sex addict. He let a lot of stuff slide. She would just bang anything. Yeah, and then there was Sandra. That's who I was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it could have been Rose or Bonnie. Or Richie banging everybody. Bonnie Rose Richie. That was just. Well, this movie is to sum up. I guess a little bit of what this movie is about. Uh, on IMDb, it says a colorblind psychiatrist, Bill Kappa, is stalked by an unknown killer taking over his murdered friend's therapy group, all of whom have a connection to a mysterious young woman that Kappa begins having intense sexual encounters with. It's a nice way to sum it up and make it sound... It still sounds like a mess. Intriguing. But it's, it makes it sound normal? Right. As for far the as, situation. For the situation, because this movie is just... It's all over the place. And it's so bizarre. So many weird things about this movie. Not just the acting and the dialogue and everything, but like the editing choices. Right. Very odd. And then the music choices. I don't even understand where the music came from in this movie. It was nominated for a Golden Globe. What? For, for what? Best original song. What? Which one was the that? The one at the end where she's like, he got... The song called Color of the Night. The Madonna Weird song? Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm assuming. It's I don't know. It's the song at the end. It won Worst Picture at the Razzies. <laughs> it was nominated for Worst Actor. So the reaction... So no one knew how to react to this movie. That's like the reaction of the film. Worst screen to couple, worst supporting actor Jane March, as Richie. That was the actor yeah. nominee, not actress. Oh my god! Worst actress Jane March, worst supporting actress she, she Leslie Ann Warren, who played Sandra. Worst director, worst screenplay, and worst original song. <laughs> That's just... But it only won one Razzie for worst picture in 1995. Mm-hmm. At least they got the top. They were dumb. They were the grown-ups, too, of 1995. <laughs> right. It's just really... But in yet, this movie was one of the top rented movies. And hey, now people will rent anything. I'm yeah. not even kidding We, we discussed you. it last week. I watched it multiple times. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me, but... 
I don't know. One Mostly the, by older men. Uh, yeah, honestly though, honestly, yeah. When I and worked, they did feel like paying for showtime. When I worked at the video store, there was this dude, this tiny little Indian guy, and he had like giant Coke bottle glasses and like a mullet. And he used to come in all the time, and he'd have a list of like softcore porn, like soft, like movies that were like sort of innocuous, like ooh, kind of porn, but not really. Like whore. From 1991. It was like Girls Kissing. That's a movie, by the way. I don't know. But Girls Kissing? Would... Oh, so it was horror. That's why I was... Horror? Yeah. I, mean, I found a clip online recently. We're going to have to watch it. It's in parts on YouTube. Horror. But it's called Horror. And there's this opening scene where this guy pulls up to this horror. And he's just like... I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I can't do it justice. you got to basically go and watch the opening scene. Because the dialogue alone is absolutely hilarious. Horror. Uh, but yeah, I would like to watch this movie. But this movie had a lot of people in it. Yeah, it For did. being this weird fucking movie, Bruce Willis, you had Scott Bakula, who was pretty big <laughs> at the time, Quantum Leap. Lance Henriksen. Uh, Lance Henriksen. You had Brad Dorif, who I didn't know who was getting the many on-screen roles at the time. Uh, Brad Dorif does the voice of Chucky oh. in all the Chucky movies. But he's in a ton of movies, too. And the X-Files. That's all I kept thinking about. He's on the X-Files? He was. A lot? Is this the lawyer guy? guy? The lawyer? Yeah, that was Brad Dorn. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. he was on the X-Files. He was like this serial killer turned clairvoyant. Mm -hmm. Alright, now I remember. Yeah, but at the time, I mean, his big deal was Child's Play. I guess the Child's Play movies had ended by the time this movie was made. Yeah, he was on one episode... (laughs) <laughs> well, well but yeah, but like years and years later, like there was the, the, he hadn't done one. I mean, 1991 was the last one for a while. He yeah, he was on one episode of of X Files. Yep. But yeah, it's I don't know. I was just like I want the I want when he started screaming at that woman. I could definitely hear the Chucky, like voice in him a little bit. Yeah. Just the anger, come out a little bit. But yeah, and Brad Dorif and Lance Hendrickson. Uh, the one guy who played Casey, that guy's in a lot of movies. Kevin O'Connor. Uh-huh. He's in... He's he looked in, He's in There Will Be Blood. He's in The Mummy. He was, like, the sidekick guy in The Mummy with uh, oh. Brendan Fraser. He's in There Will Be Blood. He was, like, his, like... I've never seen There Will Be Blood. Uh, oh, well, I he's in that. want to. We have to watch that soon. Okay. Yeah. That's a good movie. I like it. Milkshakes. Right, isn't wait? Isn't Daniel Day Lewis? Yeah, that's why I've never seen it. Yeah, but this guy's that guy's in it too. He he's like looks the same except for he doesn't have the shitty ponytail. Yeah, he has the same shirt though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. The pirate shirt. Uh, yeah, nineties. It was the nineties. In uh, a lot. In uh, who else? Uh, Eric LaSalle from ER and yeah. uh, coming to America fame. The girl in the beginning from ER. And the woman who played Edith uh, Needlemeyer. I recognized oh, yeah, her. She familiar. She's one of the old women that like lives at the house in Grandma's Boy. I never saw Grandma's Boy oh. either. Oh, movie's awful. I like that movie. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, he has a deep seated hatred for Grandma's Boy. Why? Everybody likes it. And he it's just, just hates so it. Bad. But he also likes Hot Rod. So those came out in the same year. I remember seeing both those movies the same year, and at both movies we went to opening night. Friday nights, and there was we were the only four people at a seven o'clock showing for Grandma's Boy and for Hot Rod. We're the only four people, and then nine six to whatever nine months later, because they both came out on DVD, and everybody was like, "Have you seen this movie, Grandma's Boy?" I was like, "Yeah, they probably would appreciated that like six months ago when it was in theaters. They probably would appreciate your your money then instead of at the at the video store." But 
Yeah, that woman was in, uh, she was in Grandma's Boy, and apparently she was in Paul Blart. Ew. She needs to die, then. She's been making some sound choices. <laughs> Obviously, it's a good thing her career's over forever. <coughs> it might not be over forever. She's dead now. Her Shirley career Knight. is dead now. Shirley she's worked, Knight. She's worked with what's-his-face. She's, uh... She's not dead. She's, she's dead to me. She, yeah, she's dead to me. She Kevin was recent, dead. She was recently in Our Idiot Brother... And she was starring in, Kevin James. Um, some TV oh. shows. Yeah. King of Queens. Yeah, King of Queens. She's on there. No, I don't know if she's on King of Queens. I don't give a fuck what you say. I like King of Queens. Oh. I'd like that show. I can't say much about anything he's done. Maybe you should invite Kevin over to do the podcast. So <laughs> I, I like King I of Queens. I believe. I enjoyed that show. And I really liked uh, Jerry Stiller on there. I think that was like the, one of the best parts of the show. And like the brusque lesbo wife or whatever, whoever she is, right? What? She's pretty hot. What was her name, though? She was like a butchie. Kevin she wasn't like butch at all. <laughs> no, but I mean like her attitude. Oh, yeah, she, she was, was kind of like, like mean. Like, oh, hey, hey. Like Wouldn't a ball busting, like a ball busting wife. And Pat Oswalt was on there, and he was pretty, uh, he's pretty funny on that show too. Pat Oswalt bothered me for years before this I actually gained. I liked him. Yeah, Lisa, what's her name? Remini? Leah Remini. Leah Remini. No, yeah. she's pretty hot. I never said anything about the way she looks. You said she was butch. No, I don't. Well, she's I don't not mean that. butch. I mean like her attitude. All right, that makes more sense. She's masculine. She's bossy. Yeah. I think I do have one Kevin James. She's movie. an alpha. F- Alpha Woman. One movie with Kevin James, I think. That's I very much lies. There is, has to be a landmine of Kevin James yeah, in here. One. I don't believe that. Just one. Just one movie with Kevin James. Unless he has, like, a cameo or something in another movie. I mean, these Adam Sandlers are possible Kevin James. He's only been in Adam Sandler movies of late. <laughs> and the only movie I liked of Adam Sandler's as of late was uh, That's My Boy, and he wasn't in That's My Boy. Anyway. They, they didn't become friends till later. Yeah, get but back to their again. careers were awful. <laughs> I can't handle any more Kevin James talk tonight. We can just go his whole career. I'll get sick. We just go his whole career. <laughs> he's he's stumbly and bumbly, and he's like, oh, it's so Don't even funny. say lovable. Yeah, he's so lovable. He's unacceptable. <laughs> he's unacceptable. I just I I can't, I can't say much for the most of his career, but I did I did enjoy King of Queens when it was on TV. If America worked properly, Kevin James would be getting the same kinds of reactions that Jamie Kennedy gets to what? his comedy. People hate his ass. They do. Did you ever see Heckler? Yeah. Everybody wants him I to like remember. die. Everyone's like super mean about him. But in my um, dream world, I didn't know that's he still everyone... did anything. He doesn't. Scream? Because everyone hated him too much. He couldn't do anything right. Everyone Scream? Hated him. He did that one movie that Nick Swartzen wrote. I don't remember. I mean, Malibu's I also... Malibu's Most Wanted. I, yeah, I also hate him. But Nick Swartzen? Yeah. <laughs> no, I like Nick Swartzen. Ugh. I hate Jamie Kennedy. Oh, I don't really have any sort of like or dislike for Jamie Kennedy. He kind of just exists. <laughs> but I like Nick Swartzen. Yeah, farts. No. He hates him. Teach their own. I think it's funny. I, I always thought he was great on. Funny. I always thought he was great on Reno. Yeah, as Terry. Terry, he was funny. No, okay. No, no love for Reno now in one either. That sure was alright. I just hate him. Well, did you hate him when he was on there before mm. you really knew who he was? You just hated him. You're like, I that I guy. Just, I don't like the cut of his jib. This guy. I don't like him <laughs> in those roller skates. Get mm. him out of here. Get him out of here. He's ruining my show, my programs. <laughs> He's ruining everything. <laughs> my talkies. Hey. 
<laughs> my talkies. Uh, back, well, back to the color of night. One, I don't know why this movie was called Color of Night. Red. Red. Well, it was very, <clears throat> very important that you knew the entire movie over yes. and over again. In the very beginning of the movie, Bruce Willis's character, he's a... Uh, psychologist. Yeah, psychologist, therapist. He is treating a client in a very noir setting in the beginning. I thought this was going to be some sort of noir... Like, hey, I guess it kind of had detective elements to it. The movie opened with saxophone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then, like, his office was very, like, noir setting. Yeah, like Like, the top of a fucking building. Yeah, and then she commits suicide. Uh, Well, don't skip the blowjob, gun blowjob. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, she's like, she's crazy, she's putting lipstick on her teeth. Just having a meltdown. She's about to kill herself, and then she starts sucking on the gun like a dick. (laughs) That's how this movie (laughs) opens. And... She doesn't kill herself, but uh, also this woman, uh, I don't really remember her name. Um, Michelle. Michelle. Yeah, something. something. Like She's in Roadhouse. She's the one uh, waitress bartender in Roadhouse, one of the uh, main role in the movie. She's the frump sister on ER. Frump sister on ER. Well, that's a good credit to have. She's frump sister. <laughs> for, for 200 episodes, she, she like just overweight. played frump sister. She had problems with her kids. I don't remember anything else. She was a frump. Yeah. yeah that was her she name. Was. Frump. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey there, hey, Frump. That's <laughs> <laughs> just her character's name. Well, anyways, she ends up committing suicide, jumping out of this window on this, the, like, whatever giant building he was in in New York. Hits the ground, not much splatter, a lot of blood, but you couldn't see it because he couldn't see it. And, well, he saw it at first because so, he kept going, there was so much blood. There's just so much blood. He you wouldn't say, believe the blood. Well, he doesn't say like, and then I went colorblind because I was in shock. Yeah, he did say that. Gray. He said no, that he just said like I couldn't tell the colors. Yeah, because like, it was like the I guess I assumed it was some because of the, the shock. stuff. The way this movie, like the things that they, I feel, I don't know if it was because of his profession in the movie, but I feel like there was a lot of roundabout talk about vaguely what was supposed to be said blatantly. Like he yeah. could have just said like the trauma made me colorblind, but I feel like he was just like. And then there was color, and then I looked again, and the blood was dark, and I couldn't tell what color it was, and it was gray. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. It's it just really bizarre why he could he could he just couldn't see red anymore. And like Ryan said, they made you remember that over and over and over <laughs> again. How I, I wish we would have counted how many times that they brought up that color he black. cannot see red. Not even pink. Yeah, not even pink. Or what color are my nipples? <laughs> the one girl literally asks him that. And she flashes him. <laughs> that has to be weird, though. Like, her whole rest of her body looks normal, but her nipples and all in gray. I don't know. Maybe she was born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline? They made her nipples gray? She can put Maybelline makeup on your nipples. Gray-Beline. Gray-Beline. <laughs> Gray-Beline. God damn it. God damn it. Son of a bitch. But yeah, and then he ends up going to L.A. Why did he go there? To film Die Hard. <laughs> I think his He friend, went from New York to L.A. It was like the was same like, opening <laughs> scene. Well, his, Scott Bakula was like his good friend. He was like, hey, buddy, times are hard. Come see how fucking I'm living over here. Did they have that compound. conversation on the phone? I don't no, think but so. I feel like... But when he, he, he was talking to he, that old man, Larry. Yeah. That, I don't we know. were never explained the Samuel relationship. <laughs> I think he was just another doctor, mentor of some sort. He liked to take baths. Uh, 
Yeah. Or in the jacuzzi? I don't remember. Yeah, I, I feel like half the time spots. we saw that old yeah, thing, he was shirtless or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, he does mention when he arrives in Los Angeles that he gave up his practice. So I think he maybe came out for some moral support from his good college buddy. Right. That was as much like backstory sure, as you got. They I'm went sure. to college together. They were competitive. They were friends. And Scott Bakula's probably like, come see how I'm living, bro. Boss hog. Yeah. I like how um, in one of the reviews it says this movie is memorably bizarre and enthusiastically nutty, has the single-mindedness of a bad dream, and about as much reliance on everyday logic. That's pretty much exactly it. Yes, it's definitely <laughs> it's pretty damn accurate to this movie. Yeah, he goes to L.A., to see his buddy Bob, who was played by Scott Bakula. Uh, Bob runs a th- has a therapy group on Monday nights full of just, uh, like, five of the craziest people. You have Casey, who's a painter and a loner whose dad pays the bills. Uh, Buck, ex-cop, wife, murdered. Kid murdered. Kid murdered, kind of lost it off the chain. Uh, who else? Clark, OCD, weirdo lawyer, uh, played by Brad Dorif. You had Sandra. Gold digger. Who is a gold digger and just sex, sex. addict? Yeah, and then you had, then you had out. little Richie, six little sixteen year old Richie. That's sick. Well, how was a sixteen year old in this group to begin with? Right. Good golly, Miss Molly. Good golly, Miss Molly. Richie is. Well, from the I think from the get go, we all knew something was going on with Richie. Uh, we really don't have to go in order or anything if, unless you want to. Uh, from from the get go, we knew something was going on with Richie. Very weird looking. Yeah. Like if it if it, if it ended up being that that was just a boy, <laughs> whoa, weird, like weird, like face the facial even the facial features of even who it was had almost just like a yeah. ape like human humanoid look- like ape thing going on. Yeah, it was they very like puffed out the cheeks and puffed. Like, but it was like the cheeks were kind of puffed and then skinny and towards the mouth and like, I don't know, just weird and the, the hair clearly looked fake. It was like a wig, it was like an all-in-one wig of a boy with a buzz cut but then the bangs like drooped down like 90s style. Well, because he was like a 90s like alternative kid. Right. Punky. He had a sleeveless jacket. Yeah. Always wore the same outfit. Nobody noticed. <laughs> well, he's just that should have been a dead giveaway that he just wore the same clothes every time. Well, if he's supposed to be like mentally, Ill those were his Monday clothes or something. Yeah, Monday he, clothes. He has seven outfits. And I thought it was weird that they all like made it very well aware that he had some sort of like gender identity thing, but then they never really addressed in the group if he was like genuinely a boy or a girl. No, but they did say that he had gender issues, and then later on he does say, like... He wants to be a woman. I want to be a woman, and they go, well, we told you about the surgery, blah, 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 blah. the one guy says that. So, we didn't know anything about the group prior, obviously, so... They clearly knew something was going on with, uh, with Richie, and right away when we, well, um... Bruce Willis calls Richie a genuine nutcase yeah. <laughs> from the get-go, just right away, and they end up going to Scott Bakula's house in the beginning, too. That's another thing we need to discuss. His house is, <laughs> the is, is, is a compound, is very 90s, yeah, but also very weird for even any decade or time. Yeah. The, uh, the entryway where you walk through was like, a, like key a big ho- keyhole, yeah. keyhole with like a like a gate, like a jail cell. Yeah, like, like a, a grid. And he was so worried about security, and we figure out that 
he has some sort of stalker death threats coming in from somebody who... That's the whole movie. Is ba- is that's where the whole movie starts, really. I mean, the little things in the beginning, that the red and blah, 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 meeting the group. But the whole movie is basically figuring out who killed Bob. Right. Because he says that he has the stalker and he believes that it may be someone in his group that's trying to kill him. Yeah. So that's when it's like it turns into like a who done it clue style movie. It does get wacky at points. It does get wacky and it is yeah. it is like a who done it but it's a who done it with like some weird thriller elements and then gratuitous sex. Yeah. And then like weird dramatic parts and then like funny-ish parts and then like off the wall dialogue. It's just, it's a weird mix of, like, so many different things. It was, like, things. kind of a dream where it's, like, here's the scary part of your dream, but now you're fucking and it's really fine and great, I like and how now the, it's all fucked the up The one again. person who said the other review also said, uh, the murderer whose disguise won't fool anyone anywhere. <laughs> it was something we uh, we all caught on to very early on. Though it was throwing us off because the teeth, I guess, think the a little bit. Yeah, the teeth are different. The teeth would... They differ between the the female and the male. The I, woman had teeth like yeah, a fucking but I think when, porcupine. I think I mean, this is what it was. On for days. This is what it was. I, I'm I'm pretty sure when she, well, to get to go on with it, like Richie is actually a woman. Well, who we'll get to in a minute. So when they showed her teeth, she was always smiling and and everything, and you can always see her her top teeth. When it was Richie, uh, mouth was always closed, and most of the time you could only see the bottom teeth. And I think that's where we thought it was weird, because her bottom teeth were messed up. And then when at the end, when, when they took the wig off, I did notice that her bottom teeth were messed up. <laughs> but she was always smiling and happy, and Richie definitely wasn't. Richie was always, like, Ooh. mouth closed. Like, you couldn't really ever see his teeth much, except for the I one time like you could see, like, the bottom. in her mouth, like, packed in her mouth up here. Like, up where her whatever, umbrasure or whatever. Like, the top part of her lip, I feel like there's something in there, because she ha- it looked like chipmunk ass. Like, she looked like a fucking extra from Planet of the Apes. Like, that wasn't just her face. Yeah, I don't know. Something weird was going on there. Yeah, very weird. I also like that uh, Roger Ebert said, uh, I was frankly stupefied. <laughs> to call it absurd would be missing the point, since any shred of credibility was obviously the first thing thrown overboard. It's so lurid in its melodrama and so goofy in its plotting with just a bit more trouble. It could have been a comedy. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. I don't even... Some people were calling it noir, but I don't know if I... It was the saxophone. I like this person said, Minority opinion here, I know, but I found the sex scenes hot and March's performance <laughs> truly impressive. <laughs> that guy's just... From the New York Times. <laughs> it hot. <clears throat> you, you can't confuse minority with singularity. And somebody from... Well, somebody in North Carolina, Mountain Express. I don't. Why is this review on here? <laughs> Straight from wrote the film was underrated, but far from great. I don't know. I don't know. Nominated for so many Razzies. I don't know. Regardless, Bacula's murdered, stabbed thirty-eight times. We only saw a few of the stabbings uh, with a knife, oh, fist a knife, knife, like a fashionable glove. It was, it was like <laughs> chainmail coming out of yeah, it. Yeah, it was like a glove. With chainmail underneath the glove, because it was sticking out the fingerless glove, the chainmail, and then there was like a knife on the end, just knife hands, yeah. going to town, stabbing him so many times. It was like a unicorn and knife then, glove. And to finish it off, he falls through the window and is impaled by a large shard of glass. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. The knife well, he like leaned him. slightly up against Yeah, he barely fell glass. through the window. He was just like leaning on it like for like, 
rest and like, oh, <laughs> I could have survived possibly. Well, any ordinary office day, this, this could have happened. Like what? <laughs> yeah. I don't totally know. Totally on that class. And, yeah, it was just very weird. One part I did like when he was still alive, though, when they were going for the bike ride. Oh, yeah, the 90s, super 90s bike ride. And uh, they, when they got back, they just dropped the bikes in the front of the driveway <laughs> like little kids just in the front yard and didn't even bother to lock the, close the gate or All anything. All the security but measures yeah, he left so, open. Yeah, but they, did, they had to go through the one thing still and the keyhole. And, but they still left it open when they went in the house. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand that. Uh, there was one character in this movie that was definitely out of more out of control than some of the rest. Uh, Lieutenant Martinez, oh, God. played by Reuben Blades, who was in, or uh, Reuben Blades. I don't know if it was like a Blades or something like no, that. It was say it nice. <laughs> he is in Predator Two, uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, uh, a bunch of movies. So he was like the weirdest one. I he was. Like. He some of the things he was saying. Like, so many analogies. He almost, uh, I think it was a tie between him and uh, Richie's Dale. brother Dale. He was his uh, everything he said was in an, an analogy. He <laughs> just spoke like, in analogies. Quit, quit picking at the scabs. Just let the demons rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything. And then, God, it was just so. Everything was just so unbelievably weird. I wish there were some Martinez quotes on here. He called that. Oh, yeah, he's like, listen up, you fucking daffodils. Yeah, daffodils. They call everyone yeah. daffodils. Yeah, it was just very weird. I I don't even know. Oh, he here's one quote. You stick your dick in a barrel of barracudas once, maybe you won't lose it. You leave it in there, it's going to get chewed off with the root. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, what? Was like, like, why? He would say why stuff and it didn't pertain like any, in any way to Who what was happening. a barrel of barracudas? Right. This is the kind of stuff we're talking about. It's like, something will be said, and instead of saying, like, that goes with this, what's happening around here, what is... Instead, your brain's like, what does that even mean? Why is that being said? The guy left the, like, cup of coffee... Cup of... (laughs) Cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. uh, Cup of coffee on the the desk. Like, and didn't put a coaster down or something, and he was like, it's a fucking third world country in here. (laughs) <laughs> like just and then he was like he's like what are you like frequent flyer miles beep yeah. like what does that have to do with anything no. like because you mentioned an airplane that that means he has frequent flyer miles and your plane's gonna crash <laughs> literally Bruce Willis only just mentioned an airplane yeah. it was very he uh, was one of the weirder he ones. was definitely one of the weirdest he kept making faces too yeah. like the and he was going off. through the vacation photos. Book and he was like, "Oh, nice bush." <laughs> oh yeah, just like really weird one-off little things. I don't know. And then uh, after the death, they're trying to investigate who it is. So they think it's somebody from the group, based on what Bob had said previously. Um, this woman Rose runs into Bill Kappa's car. Bill Kappa is Bruce Willis's character. She's immediately weird, and I, literally, I wrote down. I don't even know how far into this movie I go. Bet she is the killer. <laughs> but she wasn't I guess she wasn't the killer but she was involved in the plotting of the killing so I I mean it was very obvious that she was suspiciously something going on and this was immediately when we thought Rose is Richie yeah her, her first line was I don't have insurance yeah <laughs> yeah she like yeah. sing song said that she didn't have yeah. insurance definitely crazy honestly to me one of the I was reading some reason something here made me think that one of the better performances in this movie I think was Brad Dorff's character as the OCD guy yeah he was I really liked his character I think he did that really well and even like 
to the extent of like the OCD, like the way he tw- just the way he acted. I mean, obviously he didn't write the dialogue, neurotic. but like the way the way he acted was very neurotic and weird. And and I like how he the one he was like, how many times did he get stabbed? <laughs> yeah, he, like, man. Well, he, like that's how bad his OCD was that he just wanted to know how many times stabbed. the guy got stabbed. How many times? Yeah, and Richie the whole time is obviously super creepy, and the Rose connection is uh, is quite there because the disguise, like the one review said, is just. It's poor. Like, oh, God, yeah. oh yeah, and then there was like a, the Richie character has like a stutter. Yeah, <laughs> don't 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 talk to people. I'm gonna fight you. Yeah, and just like and then they're yeah, like they get in a fight in the very beginning. Yeah, like a slow mo jump scene of attacking. Yeah, yeah, just very. It, and the wig was terrible, and it like looks. It was very obvious that it was her. Like, you could put that together It was, so but then it was kind of... It was and so there were, there, there were parts that we were like, eh. It made... The glasses made her eyes, like, ten times bigger, and then it looked like she had, like, different colored eyes, because when he pulled the glasses off, there were just different eyes. It wasn't <laughs> like, oh, 100%, that's who it is. Yeah, I don't know. But. It was just very... Just very weird. And... Oh, there was one part you you told me to write a note about it when uh, Mar- Lieutenant Martinez randomly frisks that guy outside the school oh, concert. Oh yeah, they're like being in an argument. The guy runs into us. him and he just like he like bumped into him on the he's road. He's like whoa, whoa, whoa! And he's just frisking him for no reason, yeah. just flashing his badge in the guy's face. He just put but his never badge. stopping the dialogue. No, 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 no. He no, just no, continues no, no. the conversation as normal. Like that's LA guys. Well, holding 90s. his badge in the guy's face. And they don't even have time him. to explain that they're gonna frisk you. And remember, there was the weird. part Part two, when Bruce Willis went home after talking to, yeah, in part two, and when Bruce Willis went home, and after the discussion with Martinez outside the Spoon concert, and (laughs) he, the water was all over the house. Right. Like, what was even the point of that? Yeah, that part made just yeah. I can get in your house and make it watery in here. (laughs) There was no, there was nothing like that ended up happening with that. He found the hose outside, sprang underneath the door. Well, then she showed up. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean it, it was it was a euphemism But she showed up during the so she was wetter than the house. Right. <laughs> okay, that fell right on its face. We don't know what the writer intended. Anyway. <laughs> the movie was so bad I wouldn't This put is it true. Him. There was this also true. a rattlesnake in the mailbox. That was weird, very, very weird. And he was like yelling to try to get some Help! Places. Somebody oh my god, and the guy in this car almost hit him for no reason. There was a whole road. <laughs> the guy drove on the other side of the road almost hit him. I don't even understand that. Just to yell at him. And he's yelling for help for the gardener next door with the leaf blower going. It was just I don't even... It was just weird. That Some scene was just Some of the threats, yeah, the threats were, like, the most non-threat... I mean, yeah. obviously, that's not non Water in the house. Just run away from the snake. Snake. Yeah, why did she... I don't know why he just didn't run. Um, when they when they go to dinner, though, before that, and when she shows up, she's like, well, are you going to take me to dinner? And then they go, and they have a really weird conversation. She tells... He tells her about the red thing, and uh, you can't even see pink in my lipstick, or blah, 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 blah. They start making out in the valet section yeah. area of the restaurant they're at, which is very weird. Up, yeah, like, basically, up. I thought they were at home. I thought he was going to start taking her clothes off. And then she, like, no, I got to go, makes a weird L.A. riot joke. I thought that was kind of just weird. <laughs> I guess it was it's 90s. Again. So, and then Bruce Willis starts taking over his office. Yeah, he's totally fine with just, just taking takes over his house, over takes over his house. office. Driving his Mercedes around. Yeah, just... 
It was everyone was fine with bit. that. That guy had no family, obviously. Vi- okay, no one was waiting to get all. I don't that know money. how I didn't think of this when we were watching it, or at the end, I didn't say anything about this. Okay, we're introduced to Richie's brother, and he wants Richie out of the thing. Why did he even put him in there in the first place? Right, if he can't speak or whatever. No, 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 but it's not even really Richie. I know, it's So they could just take him out because it's not really court-ordered because he doesn't really exist because he's not even alive. Who even knows? So why do they want to kill Bruce Willis so bad? (laughs) Like, I understand maybe why they wanted to kill Scott Bakula because he was maybe... He was learning too much. Yeah. At this point, Bruce Willis wasn't learning too much. He was just trying to figure out who killed his friend... And they just wanted to kill him so bad. Like, why the plot to put Richie into this class in the first place? <laughs> I mean... Like, in any of the reasons... Like, before this movie even started, What okay? did the Niedermeyer guy have to do with the Scott Bakula? Nothing, right? Nothing. No. He was just another therapist. So Richie dies. 16 kills himself. 12, he kills 12 himself. 12 kills himself. So why, four years later, you're making your sister, dress up dressed like, like a boy, okay, that's weird enough, then why even send him to these therapy sessions? I don't even understand why he started going there in the first place. Why? So clearly he started going there, and then the Bonnie came out in Richie, or Rose, right. from being in the session and being around these other people. And like, I don't even understand why he was there in the first place. There's no logical why, reason. Why wouldn't they n- not realize this guy had been dead for four years, yet he's in this therapy group? I guess because he had legit paperwork. I don't I know. I am not dead. Well, what about a death certificate? <laughs> wouldn't be able to look up his name? They didn't care to look it up. They're in LA. Know. They don't have time. Yeah, they don't have time. They're too busy they're, on the 405. They're doing yoga. They're buying lattes. Even in the 90s, they were doing that. So. Too busy on the 405 going down to Largo. I don't know. <laughs> L.A. stuff. I just... I don't... Yeah, I don't understand why this happened. I don't understand why yeah, it happened to Hollywood I don't understand why us. any of this... Any of the things in this movie happened to begin with, before the movie starts. So, like, previous things that we are... We didn't get to see that led up to what happens yeah. in this movie, I don't understand why it happened. I understand maybe... She maybe started getting out and stopped being Richie and then saw Scott Bakula's character. Whatever. If you want to kill him because of that, and he finds out you're torturing this woman boy, fine. Well, but, like, I just don't understand why I put him in the therapy session. And then wasn't the whole thing with the little brother, like, the original psychologist was diddling around in his brain and making I thought he was up? diddling around in his butt. Yeah, <laughs> Corey thought there was sexual abuse, but then we didn't know. So that's the first I, I error. Thought, I thought it was just, like, experimentation. On uh, she kid. made it seem like, she's like... We didn't know he was that kind of person. So I was like, oh, maybe he's, like, doing... Because she goes, he was only 12. And so it made it seem like it was, like, something sexual. I mean, Joseph Mangle didn't care what age Well, I were. know, but this guy wasn't, yeah. hit, like, fucking Nazi. I feel like for that being the We don't whole... know that. True. <laughs> but for that being the whole is that basis, a Nazi name? Could be. Yeah, it is. No, I don't know. <laughs> All those Needlemeyer Nazis. Oscar Meyer. Oscar... Oscar Meyer... I feel like for if that's the whole basis for his, for the psychoses, or whatever, then why not even make it clear to the people who are watching this that that's what's happened? Like, I don't know, I don't know even what happened to that kid that he killed himself. He just killed himself, and then the brother... I had to ask everybody and else. it's funny, because it's almost like, uh, well, you said you never seen it, so I don't want to, like, spoil it too much, but some of the things in this movie are very reminiscent of, like, a sleepaway camp 
situation. Oh, with I already family. know about like the dick or. Yeah, whatever. but you don't know why. You don't know why, and the the reasons why I know are the more. Little, the little girl has a dick. Yes, but the reasons why are even crazier than just her having a dick at the end of the movie. Okay. Like the reasons why are very similar to this movie with the brother. It's just weird. Yeah, it's, this is, it's very. I think the whole thing was just, just very roundabout. So it wasn't even like that. That Richie person had like split personalities of his own accord. Well, like no. there had to be this weird brother thing. No, like, the brother just wanted the brother to still be alive. So that's so he why made he Rose made dress up as Richie. Why Rose agreed to this or just did this? <laughs> she just didn't run away the first time it happened. Because the first time it happened, her. She wasn't messed up in the head yet. Right. She got messed up by consistently dressing as this and being tortured. You can just walk away. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I guess people are forced you are to do things like, alone in a room for therapy for like seven hours with a bunch of other people. <laughs> yeah, the therapy yeah, the sessions night were sessions. At the least therapy like... sessions were very long. It was very weird. But aside from the weirdness of the plot, there's also some very gratuitous sex scenes. Where we may or may not have seen <laughs> Bruce Willis's penis, it was or the tip of it. The weirdest. They both over the water. You dick. both saw. You saw both their faces right before the shot. They're both naked, ripping their clothes off. I'm pretty sure we saw a little bit of Bruce Willis' penis. Bruno. There was, what, what's wrong with he could have done it? Why couldn't he have done it? Like there's I said, that one movie with Robin Williams, and you see his penis. I do not need to reference any kind of Robin Williams' penis. It was hairier than his arms. I it was all yeah, hairy his mess arms everywhere. Are giant hairy boa constrictors. I don't want to even. It was uh, the movie where the, he's looking for the Holy Grail, and Jeff Bridges is the radio host, who and he's like a crazy person who lives in the park. Terry I'll Gilliam never watch made it. it. Yeah, I'm sure he did. It's a really good movie. We watched Baron Munchausen the other night. Oh, yeah. yeah that's funny. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, like, uh, no, like I said, the only, there was no head attached to that penis. Well, you know, aside there from was the a penis head. head, but there was no Bruce Willis Why? face. And we then saw Bruce Willis' penis. penis. I don't know about that. We st- and then, like, I don't know what she was doing in there. Like I said, everybody tries to make water sex look really cool, and that's just, like, the worst sex ever. So I don't know why it's always consistently used as, like, a thing Especially in a hot. chlorinated pool. Yeah, yeah, ow. Like, that's an instantaneous yeast infection. By the way, that movie's called The Fisher King. Oh, yep, 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 and, okay. And you see Rob Williams' penis well, briefly never, in it. He's naked in Central Park. I'll never see that movie, I It's guess. a good movie. I'm, I've heard it is. I, I don't know. No, you don't want to see it because you might see. No interest in Rob seeing Williams that wiener. Penis. No, I'm gonna watch it through my fingers like this, the whole time. Well, regardless, we saw Bruce Willis' penis. The sex scene was very long. It was almost like Tommy Wiseau watched this movie before he made the room because it's just as long as sex scenes in the room as there are in this movie. Especially, well, I mean, there's just one main long one. Long enough to warrant like getting dressed and having a steak, possibly in the middle. Yes. This the it's a very long sex scene. There's even uh, remember they show those hang gliders, <laughs> yes, <laughs> flying in unison together, like it was like very weird. In the middle of the sex scene, yeah. Just a and then he like he's gliders. banging her and her face is against the face on the bed, <laughs> and she, she he just lets out a. Yeah, and he's not on camera. It's just like little sound snippets of him being like. Like, sounded like he was in pain. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> and you were pretty weirded out by her boobs. The boobs. They weren't, she they weren't puffy, puffy nipples. nipples. She had I puffy mean. nipples. She had puffy nipples, but she didn't have, like, terrible boobs. Looked like there was boobs. a fucking no. pizza puff on there. I mean, they're 
They, they, they were boobs. They were kind of just all right looking boobs. They were cones. <laughs> they were cones. Yeah. Well, now you're referencing Adam Sandler movies, and now before I you were like hating that on them, like you're hating one. on them, and now you're referencing Adam Sandler movies. I like that one. <laughs> Just hating Wedding all over singer. Adam Sandler, and then I read the I only like quoting vintage Adam Sandler. I'm a Adam Sandler hipster. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't, her boobs could have been like the boobs in uh, the last week's movie. Oh, God. The, like, the separated, rib cagey, yeah. like, implanty Honestly, boobs. Honestly, during this whole Silent Night, oh, yeah. Deadly yeah, Night. Okay. This podcast endeavor has forced me to look at more bizarre boobs than I've ever seen as a woman in my life, <laughs> in real life. I don't know. Well, that's what you get when you watch uh, terrible movies. They, <laughs> yes. they, they bank on be the nudity. But this movies. movie was apparently one of the best sex scenes ever. I d- right. disagree. Uh, it was it was an alright sex scene. It was it was probably one of the higher points of the movie that made more sense. Right. Sex. Because okay, yes, they are falling in love or or like each other and they want to bang. <laughs> Makes sense. I understand. I that understand part. this part of the movie. I understand great <laughs> relationships and romance. Because he was a very romantic person. He just didn't have anything to. He said it. So he didn't have anybody times. to do romantic things with. Because everybody's dead. And then, and then she makes him like this steak dinner. He's dressed in a suit. She comes to the table naked. She cooked the whole <laughs> meal naked, apparently. She got walked. dressed. But they were sitting at the table for all of 30 seconds, and then and they're naked cut in the shower. Immediately to the shower. Like, it's just like a split cut right to the shower banging. And then it cuts to Rose with Sandra, but now as Bonnie. Right. A British woman. A British woman named Bonnie. Now, since they were all banging Bonnie... <laughs> Okay, it's all, they all keep talking about how they, when, in one group session, when Bruce Willis takes a group over, they're all talking about this woman that they're all seeing. They never say her name's they Bonnie. They never say her name's Bonnie. Well, the one goes, that was your, the Bonnie you keep talking about? Yeah, but so the, why did the only, I feel like only the Sandra person or whatever, the, yeah. I feel like she's maybe the only but, one. It's like, my and Betty. Um, <laughs> and then all the none of them are like, I'm fine. Oh, someone named Bonnie too. They tell each other every fucking other ridiculous. Yeah, they're all banging somebody named Bonnie, except for Bruce Willis. He's banging Rose, and except for <laughs> Richie. Well, unless she's the diddling herself mm-hmm. as Bonnie. Maybe she's diddling herself as Richie. So Richie's doing Bonnie. Oh, mind explosion. (laughs) And they're arguing over the picture in that scene, and Richie grabs it and is just, like, staring at the picture in the corner. Like, I I didn't understand where they were going with that. I think just, like, shit, they figured me out. Yeah. That's what I... Because he took off. out of here, yeah. So that's what I assume Is that the picture that she didn't want him to find? Because she didn't know where he put it. She just yeah. knew that he had, Scott Bakula had a picture of she, her so she didn't with have a wig it. in her hand, apparently, yeah, for she didn't, reason. She, the Bonnie wig. Yeah. yeah, she didn't have it. Remember in the house when she was going through the photos, and she was looking, and she threw the shit down? Right. She didn't find it then. Mm-hmm. That's why she just left everything. Oh, okay. Because the photo was in that Van Gogh book at the office. That's why she freaked out, though, when he was like trying to show her pictures of Scott Bakula. Yeah, because there were some romantic things going on there. Nice right. bush. Nice bush. That was his ex's dead wife or ex-wife or ex-wife. She wasn't dead. Everyone's dead. Everyone's just dead. Everyone dies. It's hard to keep track. It is hard to keep track. Uh, The shit. I can't remember what I was gonna say. Oh, it was something dumb. Never mind. (laughs) What? I was gonna say like the whole when we were talking about the whole like Richie's actually banging Bonnie thing. Maybe she had like a vibrator dildo or something that just said Richie on it. 
This is very specific thoughts. This is very specific. It came in my head as I said the other joke, and whenever I didn't say it. We're moving on. <laughs> moving on. Well, I thought the brother was going to end up being having sex with her. He probably did. I'm sure he banged her. Oh, yeah, her. something weird. But I'm sure he there. banged her as Richie. Yeah, probably. That's just the brother? I don't even or, understand. Or maybe he even... just thought he was having like a foursome with Richie Rose and Bonnie. Bonnie. Just now put on this wig. Now put on this wig. Now put on the glasses. It was probably really no, difficult. Yeah, she had the glasses on, the wig on, but then he could see the tattoo on her butt that was a rose. That there made it go. okay. So there we go. It was all three. All three in one. I'm you, not... you get a three in one package with Rose. It's a pretty good deal. You get to be, you get to be with three people at once. <laughs> one of them's a little kid. One of them is a 16-year-old boy. <laughs> Who's oh posing God. as a dead 12-year-old boy. Uh, well, no, it's... Died at 12, but four years later, so 16. <laughs> he wasn't trying to be the 12-year-old version. Yeah. He was trying to be the aged four years version yeah. of Richie. The one that, that listens he, to puffy but, headphones. But he took the identity of the dead 12-year-old. Well, you know what? He had puffy headphones and puffy, and nipples. puffy nipples. I wish he would have put the net headphone covers on his nipples. Her nipples. What color, nipples. What color are my nipples? With headphones on them. Headphone colored. They probably did look like headphones because he can only see gray. <laughs> I mean. Wow. Just wow. Yeah, and then there's like the weird lesbianish scenes with Rose and Sandra. There's quite a few of those. Oh, yeah, that was. I They're just, kind of getting awkward That was like Mommy like, Loves Pussy type situation. Yeah, she's like, I want. Well, she even said, I wish Bonnie had a penis. Like, because she, she wanted to do it, but then didn't want to do it, yeah. and then finally wanted to do it, and then, but knew, she knew that Bonnie had a wig on. Yeah. Because she goes, I love your brown hair more. Right, so she shared that part of herself with that lady, and then I feel like the Richie, or Bonnie, or whoever the fuck, I feel <laughs> like she couldn't do it with that older lady, because They I totally like, did it. I feel like, well, she caressed her, I love your br- brown hair well, then don't you touch my, crying. Touch my boob <laughs> with your head. Let's get this on. We're, we're already naked. We're think, already naked. What I, are we going to do? What are you going to do? Just go right and put, our, put our clothes she, back on, I guess. She was like, I can't. Yeah, yeah, I know. She said, I can't. I'm in love with somebody else. And she goes, and she goes, embrace. And then it cuts <laughs> to the next scene. You don't know what happened. Oh, my God. I'm going to go ahead and say lesbian they had a, uh, a nice lesbian sex in front of the fire. A With nice a lesbian sex. <laughs> Just one lesbian sex, please. <laughs> I said some nice lesbian sex. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say unnice lesbian sex. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> Just one. I'll take one. I'll take one, please. Lesbian no, sex? Uh... Can I please have some? Or, no, not some, just one. Uh... <laughs> And then remember there were kids playing in her backyard? Yeah, I don't know where those kids... Where that came from. And then her bodybuilder came over and she just banged her. Her bodybuilder. Her bodybuilder. Yeah, her bodybuilder friend. He just came over. Yeah, she obviously had stable relationships with everyone in her life. She well, didn't she try to fuck... Addict. She didn't She's try to fuck addict. everyone, yeah. She, she can go hang out with Tiger Woods. Oh, Sandra. Oh, Sandra. Yeah. Sandra got the D. Sa- Sandra, Sandra D. D. Ugh. There we go. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just it gets it's just very weird, and you find out Clark was actually screwing Sandra too. Right. So it wasn't just Bonnie. 
that was getting some of Sandra and Clark. He couldn't even count the number. They could have just had happened. a three. They just could have been in a three-way relationship. At I don't that know point. if he'd have been able to handle that. Oh, counting people and one, shit. One, two, two, two. <laughs> <laughs> no, that no, no, was one. But you're you're three, counting three. out uh, Lance oh, Hendrickson. Oh, oh, he was banging yeah, he was banging too. her too, yeah, but he wasn't banging Sandra. That's true. Well, yeah. it could have been, so Sandra, or Bonnie was three people, so two could have been a five-way relationship. No. Clark could have been like, okay, put the vest on now. <laughs> one, two. <laughs> now you're two, three people. Three, four, four, five, three, three. There were three here before, now there's four, now there's five. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, okay, so whoever was calling on the phone to, remember when Scott Bakula got murdered, and also when the car ride, car chase happened, Yeah, the person called on the phone, car chase. and it was like a little kid's voice. It sounded like something from <clears throat> Roger Rabbit. Yeah, who was doing that voice? Like, somebody was just a professional voice actor. Because what, it wasn't impressionist. her? Impressionist. No, it was the, Dale. It was Dale. So Dale was doing this weird voice. <laughs> So how many like, personalities did like, Dale have? Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. How many personalities did Dale have? It runs in the family. <clears throat> I guess it's genetic to just maybe that should have been the title of this movie. It runs in the family. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't know about that one. It would have been a better title than Color of Night. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Because that colorblind thing really played no part. No. In the movie. It, it was just they like tried to a, make a, a it, filler for well, they, dialogue. They tried to make it artsy. Like when he found that Casey, the artist guy, dead. They tried to make it like. Yeah, but the music was ruining the moment. It was like a war <laughs> march. Remember that? Yeah. When he was going was into the fine Casey, it was like a war march. It was like. Dum, 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 and then dum, when he dum, was looking dum, at the pictures, dum, dum, she had ripped dum, her face dum, out of all the dum, pictures because yeah. she knew he would like yeah. find him or whatever. And then it was like. Oh, 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 it's like weird chanting, like, like synth, like synth, like when people are like oh, oh, but then at the end they like had like a turn. It was like oh, like weird ass chant, weird nineties synth filler music. Yeah, like I, public use. Stuff. And then when he called Bill Kappa the one time, he's like, "You got doo doo on the brain." I'm gonna suck my scalp. You got cock yeah. on your head. Cock on your head, doo doo on the brain. But in this like little like girly kitty, like cartoony like, voice. Like kind of like, like oh. <laughs> it was really fucking weird. Yeah, it was. That was just so weird. Like I, I just was thinking about that. Like he was the one doing the voices. So. Yeah. Yeah. And he was the one just... in the red car then that rear-ended Bruce Willis after that. Yeah. Unless he made. Richie, Bonnie, Rose do it. Right. Then maybe she, maybe she was a better driver. Maybe not, though. She did run into But Lance Henderson also owned a red Trans Am, so he may have been comfortable driving it. He he did own a red Trans Am? Yeah. Trans- remember when he came up to the house and he and was he's sitting outside with a gun? Yeah. yeah. He was checking to see if there was damage on the car, but there wasn't. It was the same type Oh, of car. all right. I missed that. It could have been anybody. Well, he couldn't tell what kind of color it was, so it doesn't even... How did he right. know it was a red Trans Am? He, he just did. saw a That's Trans why Am. he couldn't see it. I didn't realize it at the time. Because she's like, you see me in my red car? And then he was like, oh, oh, where? I can't see. Right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I said that, too. Like, oh, he can't see which car right. it is. Cause there were, and there were, like, several red For cars For as much the as road. they kept telling us that he was colorblind, I forgot. It only paid off in that one scene. Yeah. The one time it paid off in the entire movie was that he couldn't tell which car. Yeah. 
Right. Early on. Until, the, until he noticed like, the car that was ramming into him. With a car that ran, ran into a truck with a man in the back of it. Oh my God, and that, that guy was fell out. That was it's ridiculous. Like a, like a gardening, like a Mexican man with a garbage pan, can full of rakes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like and I the like when, they were, when he went back to the house after all this, and he went to the weird, really weird birthday party. For Martinez. Oh, yeah, with the, whatever, people, the cop hanging off the helicopter yeah, showing her fanny. Showing her butt. If she was a stripper or a cop, I don't know. She's dressed like a cop, so... Yeah, or I, a stripper. We don't, we, don't, we, we don't know what's going on there. Um, he goes back home, and Rose is there. He asks her how he got past all the security things. She says she had a key. I just had a key for And then he gate. asks her about the alarms, and then she goes, Oh, I forgot about that. That's the end of the conversation. <laughs> no an explanation of alarms going off or police showing up or anything like that. And then he goes, "What are you doing walking around like you're at Disneyland?" She's wearing nothing but like this maid's like lace thing. It's an apron. An apron. <laughs> <laughs> was it an apron? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was. Made lace thing. Disneyland in an apron. Yeah, just the apron, just a thin lace see-through apron. And walk around Disneyland. I don't know. And then they cuts to them in the bathtub. Bang. With a tank. Oh yeah, squirt he's like, water. He's like has an uh, what you call remote it? control remote control tank. The squirts water up her chest. Talking about Patton stuck in the marsh. Yeah, with puffy pipples. <laughs> Maybe she used like the like pumps. Pumps? Like, yeah, no, like, like those Reeboks. Yeah. Yeah, like nipple pumps. Well, she should have pumped out before this movie. I don't know what happened there. She, she should have pumped. She, she wanted them to be larger. She should have deflated. Oh, I don't know. Maybe she pumped before every scene. She's just like, I gotta make sure my nipples are nice and puffy for the, the sex jams. scenes. Yeah. yeah, pump up the jam. <laughs> Uh-uh. Yeah, I mean this movie, and then it just—it's just, it's just a, a mess at the end. It's, <laughs> it's there's more Bonnie Sandra fun time. There's Bruce Willis narrating his own life as she's walking oh, towards yeah. the house, Everyone mentioning how she looks even more like a little child. Here so comes. he's already thought about how she does look like a child. Right. He's like, here she comes wearing a backpack, makes her look even younger than she is, or something. And that's what, yeah, that's when yeah. I was officially like, something's wrong. Like this is creepy. Yeah, it was very, very weird. Um, and then you find out Richie is dead. Uh, Neil, Neil Meyer, whatever he was doing, diddling mind or butts or both. Um, minds and butts. Minds and butts. That's his, that was his practice. That was what it was called. Minds and butts with Dr. Neil Meyer. <laughs> no. Mind over fecal matter. And then oh. he goes into the warehouse where Dale worked possibly lived I don't know yeah that was a weird setup he and that's where the license plate was also registered to mm-hmm. cause that's how the cop ended up there okay yeah cause they, he looked up the license plate you think they would have had some sort of fake license plate or something they, yeah they didn't kind of, think that far ahead they didn't think that this far ahead. elaborate boy girl disguise for years and years and years throwing but... the, a, a boy girl into a therapy group to get closer to the I mean you bring up a valid point though cause he did work in a metal shop. Right. How, with all the elaborate structures they had built, don't you think he could have fabricated a license yeah, plate? Yeah, easily. Very easily. <laughs> Just changed a number. Kept the same license plate, changed one number. He was way too busy making weird art with Maybe it was in fear of her getting ceiling. pulled over because this license plate doesn't exist. I don't know. I'm sure the number would exist somebody else's car. I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird. She was all bloody, though, when he found her. 
Well, he looks up smashed. through the cracks and he sees Richie. And I don't... At this point, he still doesn't know that Richie is Rose. Not really. He kind of has, like, a weird, like, maybe going on. But, like, he doesn't really know until he's, like, looking at him. And then he grabs the wig and kind of, like, pushes the hair off. And then realizes it's Rose. She tells him that she tortured her, makes him turn into Richie. Nailed to the chair. He says, Jesus Christ. (laughs) She's nailed to the chair. Her, like, webbing in between her... Her thumb yeah. and pointer finger. And so Dale's there. He's nail gun crazy, shooting up the place. Uh, a structure randomly falls as they're yeah, trying to get out. Thing full How of he chairs. made it to a forklift from point A to point B in the time of and them then running. Back down again. Yeah, back down again. I don't know. Dale is, he's mind control, I guess. Magic. I don't know. Uh, then Rose ends up shooting Dale with the nail gun, killing him. Right? She killed yeah. him. Yeah. I would assume. She shot him in, like, his head. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right around his eye. Yeah, so he's dead. She starts running away, gonna kill herself. She's gonna kill herself with a nail gun that knits out of nails. So she of runs course. up to the top of this... Str- Giant structure, like a smokestack. Yeah, it was in like a smokestack. It was weird. a lightning storm. Yeah. Run, climbs up there. He's gonna kill herself. He tells her No. Don't do it. And she's like, alright, I'm gonna not do it, I'm gonna... The wind blows her off. Because she weighs 100 pounds. Well, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. he... Um... He... Falls through the structure at the top, for whatever reasons, I don't know. I never even saw that happen. Where'd that guy come from? Yeah, and then Gina goes, where'd that guy come from? Just a man dangling on a chain. I thought it was Scott Bakula for a second. Like, my brain didn't register. We watched him get stabbed. I understand. So many times. Because everything else made so much sense in this movie. He's walking on broken glass. Annie Lennox style. Why was that movie, or that song, ever written in a major key? Can you tell me? It's one of the most depressing songs I've ever heard. Walking on, walking on, broken glass. Yeah, listen to the rest of it. It's a very depressing song. It is. I don't understand. The high synth. They used to play it all the time when I worked at Jewel. Oh, song God. Come on all the time. Stab yourself. Uh, yeah, but then he ends up... The, there's a red light at the top of the thing that was green, and then it turned to red for what reasons? At the end. I don't know why it went from green to red. He finally saw red. No, but he wasn't seeing that. It was just green. It was flashing green the whole time around the roof. And then it changes to red. And then he seems very relieved and happy about the fact yeah, that it changed to red. Yeah, because he noticed red. that it's red. He noticed it was oh, red. He, could he see can red. finally see red again. Martinez is yelling, "Get me out of here! Get me out of here!" He's nailed Daffodil. multiple times, hands nailed to the wall, and he's yelling, "Daffodils!" Blah 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 blah. Freeze! I thought the movie froze. I thought there was something wrong with the, the player. I thought there was something wrong. I didn't know what was going on. Freeze. Credits. Like, for, like, maybe, like, 20 seconds, just this freeze frame, and then credits. Well, I feel like we should also note how the end at the top there looked like a fight scene, like, option from Mortal Kombat at the top <laughs> of that building. It was, like, green screen, but at the same time, it seemed like it was hand there drawn. Like, it was a backdrop. It was I, it definitely looked like a backdrop. There were, like, dragon heads, and, and then, like, a circular Yeah, he could look, because he made all that weird steel stuff at the top, and, uh, he... It seemed like something, an ending to a movie where, like, you're going to kill somebody and then you're going to push them off the top. And you know what I mean? Like, that type of movie. Yeah. Like, an action type of setting or something. And then it just ended with him, her in his arms. He saw the red light. I don't know. We, we don't get any closure 
Other than that Dale died, we caught the Other murderer. Other than the movie is over, and we don't have to watch so it So we anymore. caught the murderer, but we don't know what happens with Bill. We don't know what happens with Richie, Bonnie, Rose. We don't know what happened with Buck, Clark, Sandra. I'm okay with that. Martinez. I, Mark, yeah, I don't... Is he okay? He got nailed quite a bit. He was yelling, so I assume he was alive. Is he dead down there? The brother? Uh, Yeah, I don't... A lot of things... Maybe what we're waiting for... It was open for a sequel. Color of Night 2, seeing Red again. (laughs) I I don't... And then Red and Red 2. Yeah. (laughs) Well, then Bruce Willis ended up making Red and Red 2. Maybe his name in the movie was Bill Kappa. We'll have to look into that. It was uh, full circle. Were there any puffy nipples in Red or Red 2? No. Did we see Helen Mirren have puffy nipples? I don't know if that puffy is the adjective anymore. Maybe at one time. Have you seen her nipples? I probably wrinkly nipples. As good looking as she is. You've seen her nipples? No, I mean not lately. Not lately. (laughs) No? You haven't seen her nipples? No. She is old, though. She is. She's rather old. I'm glad we agree. I've never seen her nipples, though, ever. Nope. She was in the movie with old people posing naked Oh, calendars. yeah, Calendar Girls. But I don't Maybe know. Maybe I did. I don't think she was naked in that. I don't think they actually showed she anyone's nakedness. She did a lot of stuff when she was younger. Yeah, when she was younger. Yeah. I don't know about old Helen Mirren. Yeah. Well, old, young Helen Mirren was hot. She's not. She's all right for I agree. an 80-year-old woman. Well, he thought she was hot in that Red movie or whatever. You said she was hot one time. She's not bad looking for an 80-year-old chick. I don't think so. If I look like that, fuck, I'm going to look like fucking... Who knows what I'm going to look like. <laughs> you're gonna look, you're just going to have face. puffy nipples all over your body. Just a giant puff nipple. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> One giant puffy nipple. This is what you're going to be. Because you hate on, cause for hating on puffy nipples so hard... That you're just going to be weird. one giant puffy nipple. Looks like an ice cream cone top is attached to your breast. Like the top of an ice cream. Well, it looks more like a vanilla wafer. Tostino's pizza rolls. <laughs> so never, are you never going to be able to eat vanilla puffs. wafers ever again? No. I never really ate vanilla wafers, though. Well, don't, don't people put I'm them in pudding sometimes? No, that's a banana cream pudding or pie, and that's sick. Or, I don't know. It's against Jesus. Jeez. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it either, but I don't think it's against Jesus. <laughs> so. Sacrilege. Sacrilegious. Against Jesus. Jesus. Do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to say about Jesus? No. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, no? No okay. thoughts on Jesus and his banana cream hatred? You were quiet. At least we learned we learned one thing about Jesus today. He hated cream pudding. <laughs> it is in the Bible. It's in the Bible, right next to uh, gays can't get married. Yes. They're, they're literally one after another. It's like no gay marriage. And then there's a picture. There's no a banana universal cream Universal sign pie. for no next to banana cream pie is gay marriage. That's why it's illegal in many states to make a banana cream pie, pudding, whatever. So you're obviously a pro-gay marriage. Yeah. All right. You're glad we covered that. You still can't get over the banana cream, though. You're still sticking to your Bible roots. Right, I don't like it. On the banana cream. No. Sticking to the good book. Sticking to the good book on the banana cream. That's good to know. It's good to know. Yeah, this movie was a mess. I, I, I'd like to know other people that have actually seen this movie. I've never heard. I've never even heard of this and movie. And ask them why. Yeah. Well. <laughs> what was your reason? Well, maybe in 1995 they rented it, or somebody they knew rented it and watched it. I, this was probably on cable, and it was probably on cable a ton. I probably could have seen the. I mean, I watched HBO and shit a lot when I was younger. Especially if we, me and my cousin watching it late at night, and if we saw it said "end for nudity." 
We are definitely going to keep watching that movie. Until I hope Bruce Willis's wiener tip is in this movie. Yeah, and then we were like, what the fuck? We just saw Bruce Willis's wiener. <laughs> John McClane's wiener. That's what we just saw. Uh-huh. Our hero, John McClane. It we wasn't even like worth showing your dick in a movie. It was like the tip <laughs> of a dick. That's why it was just floating. It just floated up. <laughs> it was an accident. He was in the water naked. It's going to float around. And it just went... Bloop. The hand motion. Yeah, it just floated up. He couldn't help it. And then he saw the cut and he was just like, meh, it happens, my dick. We're in a pool. Dicks float. He's like, it's little Bruno. I don't know what to tell you. Oh my god. He can play the harmonica. Bruno the kid. That's it. The kid. Bruno the kid. Conversation's over. <laughs> it's over because we mentioned <laughs> Bruce Willis's penis might have a name. Just the floating around. Now I'm gonna like be like just chilling in a floating Bruce Willis bobbing around penis is gonna. That's pop all in my you. Head. That's all you. <laughs> yeah. That's all you. It has nothing to do with with us. <laughs> I'll forget about it by the time I go to sleep. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna be dreaming I'm, about uh, Bruce Willis's uh, little Bruno all night. But you might be. Because, I mean, it was a surprise. None of us knew that it was going to happen. We didn't know we were going to see Bruce Willis' penis. But it definitely happened. Visions of little Bruno's dancing in her head. But we, we can't, you can't be excited that uh, Jane March, who played the man-woman-woman in this movie, uh, has done a lot of B-movies as of late. Jack the Giant Killer, not like the one right. that came out, like the B-Asylum version of it. A lot of others. Grimm's Snow White. Uh... I don't know, all these other ones. Some Clash of the Titans one. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's actual Clash of the Titans remake. Yeah, she was actually in there. Wow. Weird. Um, she hasn't done much at all. So I wonder why. She showed so much. Nobody wanted the puffy nipples. <laughs> They're like, all right, you know what? you got to get out of here because we can't handle it. <laughs> Your nipples are disgusting. She was in a Tarzan movie. As Tarzan Jane. in the hey, Lost City. As Richie. Jane March as... Jane. Jane. With <laughs> Casper Van Dien as Tarzan. Oh, jeez. I forgot about him. <laughs> yep, he's a person that's Wasn't he exists. from, what you call it? Starship Troopers? Yes. That's about okay. all I can remember. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing. About the friendly ghost. That's the only thing. Casper the friendly ghost, Van Dien. <laughs> so, yeah, that was Color of Night. I'd like to know who anybody else has ever seen this movie, because it it's fucking weird. It's, I, I'm, like we said, I don't know how, why Bruce Willis did this in the middle of... I don't know the, why any the height of, this. of his career. It could have been like career suicide. Yeah, I don't know why any of that happened. But good thing Pulp Fiction came out the same year to overshadow this. And doesn't matter. Touch boobs. Touch boobs. <laughs> he touched some boobs. Oh, I thought oh, I meant like touch boobs. I thought he meant boobs. Were doesn't touching. matter. Touch boobs. I thought he was working on like a new tagline or motto or something. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Touch boobs. His catchphrase. Uh, Ryan's catchphrase. Touch boobs. <laughs> doesn't know. matter. Touch boobs. <laughs> Come on. It doesn't matter. Touch boobs. Come on. I don't know why I turned that into some, like, New York thing. New York, New Jersey, touching boobs. Oh, no. One of the Mario's. From the Mario Brothers movies. I want to watch that. You don't. It's so bad. I love it. That was so bad. The one from the 90s. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I almost would rather watch this, because I honestly didn't, I, there were some turns and twists that I didn't know was going to happen. Oh, interesting. Than watch Mario Brothers, because it's just painful. Oh, I liked it. Oh, wow. I used to watch Lance Hendrickson also in that. Yeah. He plays the king at the end. That's the fungus guy. Oh, yeah, it's, sick. It's Lance Hendrickson at the yeah, end. Yeah, he does. Anyways... Next week on the podcast, we're going to do a uh, first on on this uh, little show. 
a movie that is coming out in theaters this coming Friday. The movie we speak of is I, Frankenstein. Uh, Aaron Eckhart stars Bill Nighy. Everybody else, I don't have any idea who any of these other people are. Frankenstein's monster is battling gargoyles and angels. It's directed by somebody who I don't even know who's... He's only directed one other movie called Tomorrow When the War Began. He's mainly a writer. He wrote the movies... Hmm, um, so he wrote one of the Pirates of the Caribbean's... Qualified. 30 Days of Night. Wow. Uh, Pir- yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Derailed, yeah. Collateral. Australia. <gasps> I liked Australia. G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. Ooh. And then I, Frankenstein. Alright. Yeah. I'd be disappointed if this movie's any good. Why? It looks fucking ridiculous. It's from the same producers and stuff of the uh, Underworld series. Slumberworld. Yeah, so it has that feel to it. So uh, maybe Kate Beckinsale, Kate Winslet, Kate Beckinsale (laughs) will pop her head up in it real quick. Rear her ugly head. Yeah. Just, oh, hi. Yeah. For some reason, she's in all those movies except for one of them, and it's like the middle one. Slumberworld? Yeah, she's in like all of them, and then it's like the third one she's not in, and then she's in the fourth one. I've never seen them all, but I know that, that, that like the third one she didn't want to do for whatever reason, or I think her husband directed all those movies, and then he didn't do that one or something. I just called Slumberworld the most expensive no, no. nap I ever took. No. That's pretty much it. Anyways, yeah, next week, I, Frankenstein, uh, check it out in theaters. Uh, who knows how long it'll be in there for. I feel, I feel like it's a movie that not a lot of people are going to see. It's not going to happen for too long. It's Although on, they did put it in an IMAX. It's going to be an IMAX. There's not much else out in IMAX right now. What else is out? Hobbit? It's yeah. been out for a while. It might not be in theaters anymore. I don't know. So, uh, put it just random, throw a random movie it in IMAX. It is January, though. This is the month where movies Maybe it'll only last a week. Is that Lego movie in IMAX? I don't know. Oh, Lego. It is. <laughs> is Lego. it in IMAX? It looks cute. Yeah, probably. Oh, well, then the iFrank is down get a week in IMAX. <laughs> nice. And then it'll, uh, you know, I'm sure there's there's plenty of scenes they shot in full IMAX in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they spent money on that and that. So we'll see what, how good the, the 3D IMAX is. Is it in 3D? I don't know. Uh, I, I, I just assumed it was regular. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I Frankenstein next week. Check it out. I'm sure it's going to be ridiculous. I'm Maxenstein. I'm Maxenstein 3D. No. Blade Arms. Blade Arms. Gargoyles. All right, for a B-Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. Touch boobs. Touch boobs. It's the best of the worst. 